0: This is the Crime Story Podcast with Carrie Antholis, where stories of crime and justice are told. On today's podcast, we present the entirety of a readiness hearing held for the trial of Robert Durst on March 17th, 2021. You can read the transcript of this hearing at crimestory.com.
1: People of the state of California versus Robert Durst.
0: And assisted by our part reporter for the
1: hearing impaired. On the phone, we have Mr. DeGaren, Mr. Chesnoff, Mr. Lewis, and Mr. Ray for the people. the court conferred telephonically with all parties
0: on August 7th, December 2nd, March 3rd, and March 10th, disclosing juror inquiry.
1: The court informed counsel that pursuant to People versus Gray, the jurors have been admonished periodically regarding their obligations to avoid media accounts and not converse about the case on eight separate occasions During the adjournment, the parties have agreed that due to pandemic-related concerns affecting the defendant and especially his counsel, there's good cause for adjournment until May 17, 2021. Defense counsel sought further delay until June 1 and objected to commencing sooner. But balancing the factors identified in California Rules of Court, Rule 3.1332, C and D, the court will overrule that objection and hereby order the trial jurors on May 17th in Englewood, Department 1. And Mr. Gersh, you've consented in writing to the further delay and waived any right you may have to resume on April 12th. Is this your signature I have before me? Could you hear the judge? The waiver that you signed on Friday, is that your signature? Is that your signature on the document, Mr. Durst? Please answer out loud. You need to answer out loud. I can't read it from here. All right. And, Your Honor, so the court is aware, Mr. Durst has recently been seen by uh, the ear specialist, and uh, they say that he's having problems with the hearing aids, uh, so it's very difficult for him to hear. Uh, thank you, Mr. Inspector Bailey. I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure. and uh And do you uh, agree uh, to waive any right you have to begin on April twelfth and start on May seventeenth instead? Yes? Do you agree to start on May 17th, Bob? I agree to start on May 17th. Very good. Then uh, time is waived. The body attachment for Doug Oliver is held until May 17th. The court will uh, order a hearing on the issue of remote testimony on April 12th. In Englewood Department 1, the defendant is ordered to appear. Is there a stipulation on the
0: testimony of Detective Struck? Yes, Your Honor. Uh, Mr. Bailey is
2: handling that. So we- Tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations? Good news. Ad free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Ads shouldn't be the scariest thing about true crime. Start listening by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash true crime ad free. That's amazon.com slash true crime ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
1: Stipulations, in fact, I have stipulations number 57 and 58 that I've just uh, received. Yes, so uh, uh,
3: all counselor on the line due to the. the uh, short time frame we had, I believe only Mr. DeGarren actually signed it, which I believe is adequate if it's acceptable with the court, but I want to make sure all counsel agree with stipulations 57 and 58, which we filed today. Uh, Mr. Mr. Chesnoff? Chesnof speaking for Chip
1: Lewis and myself. We agree. Very good. I agree. I agree. Very good. Uh, and yes, Mr. Balian? Mr. Um, Balian? Uh,
3: Mr. DeGuerin and Mr. Ray and Mr. Lewis and Mr. Chesnok to so be bailian. Um, after Dick signed fifty-seven, when I printed it out, I noticed a typo on page um, ten where it said uh, exhibits ninety-one through 90, 90 through ninety-six. It should have been uh, ninety-one through ninety-six. I I corrected the typo. That's okay with you guys. Does that agree?
1: This is Don Ray, it's fine. All right, uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Ray. Uh, Did counsel wish to make any further record on the request for further delay? Your Honor,
4: this is David Chesnoff um, on behalf of Mr. Durst. Um, As we informed the court and the the people, we will be filing a motion um, uh, consistent with our prior mistrial motions based on the length of time between the uh, last time the jury heard evidence and the and the scheduled return on May 17th, and we will submit that to the court um, shortly. And in addition, Your Honor, um, since we've been on hiatus, um, the Ninth Circuit entered a decision uh, on a case which had in, in our opinion impact on uh, proceeding, uh, and we waited to see whether or not uh, rehearing in Bonk was granted. It was not. And we will be filing a motion um, regarding a legal issue raised by this Ninth Circuit Court as it impacts uh, the uh, the present uh, 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 setting of the case. And so we would ask the court permission if the people are good with it. We'll get it on file quickly, and maybe we can hear that
1: on April 12th as well. Uh, sure, we could uh, we could hear it, uh, assuming you give adequate notice uh, to the people. I have got no problem with you making uh, making a, a case as to the circumstances as they stand at the moment. We resume the trial. I don't think the legal principles will change it at all. But uh, Mr. I understand you're...
2: tired of ads interrupting your gripping investigations. Good news. This, this motion, the second motion I'm
4: talking about is, is really a separate issue. It's not, it's not the same thing as the basis for seeking a mistrial based on the length of time. It has to do with um, Ninth Circuit law that is now developed, uh, specifically dealing with a California uh, Supreme Court case and a California homicide case, which we think um, the court will. Um, be interested in reading, and we're hopeful we'll get the relief we're seeking. But we'll get on file quickly now. The Ninth Circuit, uh, the rehearing and bomb denial just happened a little while ago, so we wanted to be sure before we
0: filed um, that there wasn't going to be any more um, action in the case. So thank you, Your Honor. We would just like, since this is the first we've heard of it, if they could give us the case citation so we can look at it in advance of getting their motion, that would be... Oh, I'm going to get the file I'm gonna get it quickly, John, so you'll see it. There's a lot of cases cited. Well, right. no, if you can, yeah. Dave, you. if you can just let us know what this Ninth Circuit case is, give me the name of the case so um, I'm not delayed in reviewing it. Just the case you're okay. talking about. No problem, I'll do that.
1: All right, so he'll... Uh, he'll... he'll, he'll... Let's, uh, is there anything else, that, any other record that people needed to, to make on any of these issues?
3: Yes, I was being told by someone who was paying closer attention than myself that um, Mr. DeGarren didn't get a chance. I might have interrupted him to agree to the stipulations on the record, and then the court the court would indicate whether you accept the stipulations. Mr. DeGarren,
1: uh, do you? I'm sorry, I didn't to understand what Mr.
3: Bailey said. Oh, I don't think we were able to get it on the record. That you agree with the stipulations, 57 and 58? Yes, I've signed them. Okay, great. Fantastic. And will the court accept them?
1: I do accept the stipulations. Thank you.
0: Your Honor, a couple of issues that um, that we have. Uh, the, the first issue is we have filed a reply, which I assume the court is in uh, possession of this morning, to reply yes. to the... Uh, the remote testimony issue. I've also given that to counsel. The the second issue is uh, I would assume then that since Mr. Durst has agreed to waive time, that any issue regarding, quote, an objection, unquote, uh, we seem to have kind of a um, an inconsistent position. And because I don't know what potential writ relief they're going to be potentially looking at. It's my position, our position, Your Honor, that with Mr. Durst waiving time, that issue has now been decided. There is no objection that can be offered. In essence, either they object to the delay, and Mr. Durst objects to the delay, or they don't. So they've, oh, made, they've no, made their process on Wait, This is not a universal waiver. Hold uh, on. We have been uh, consistent in objecting to the length of time that the jury has been at recess and at large, and we will continue to object to that. This, Thank this you. waiver does not address that at all. Thank you. And, Mr. and
4: one additional thing, Your Honor. Yes, Mrs. We yes. can start on May 17th with a new jury Thank selection. You. Thank you Mr. That'll be the, you know, That's what we're asking for. So we're not saying that we won't start on May 17th. We're just going to make a record as to why we think
1: or how we think it should start. So one man's contradiction is another
0: man's dilemma. No, there it just go. depends on how you look at it. Uh, we'll, we'll, you can argue it. Your Honor, the, la- the last thing to put on the record is uh, we discussed the court had authorized one to two hour opening statements on May 17th. Yes. The court had also uh, agreed and instructed that counsel on both sides are to provide their, um, the slides they will be using. Um, in a PowerPoint, if it is utilized. Any by visuals. By I must see any PowerPoint. visuals, and I will not allow any presentation of
1: evidence. You may simply uh, present an opening statement reiterating what
0: the jury has seen and what they can expect to see uh, in the balance of the trial. Right, and that, and that is due according to the court on May 10th. Is that correct, Your Honor? One yes, that's, week before That's right. Yes. Okay.
1: Anything else? Ms. Ames, thank you for for, uh, for joining the defense team, so that uh, they didn't have to travel to Los Angeles this morning. I appreciate your coming in. Happy to help, Your Honor. <clears throat> Anything else? Then the uh, defendant's ordered to return on uh, April 12th for the uh, hearing on remote testimony. Will be in Inglewood, Department One. You are. I, I will inform. Your Honor, will we be permitted to appear remotely that day as well?
0: Yes, yes, you may, Mr. Shestov. Thank you, Roger. Am I correct? There was a little bit of a a question. It's my understanding the jurors will not be present on April 12th. The first time the jurors will be coming in will be May 17th. Yes,
1: we will so so inform them and also uh, continue to admonish them consistent with what we've done under People versus Gray. everyone? Yes, anything else? No, thank you, Your Honor. Yes, yeah, so take care of Be, be a healthy, everyone. Your Honor. Yes. Yes, Mr. Durst. Two months ago, I mailed you a letter. It two months ago, ago, he mailed me a letter. Oh. I, I did not receive the letter. I did not two receive the letter. Ago, the letter was returned to me. May I give you the letter now? stamped with return to sender insufficient address. My apologies. Ms. Ames, will you will you look at that letter and see if it's appropriate for me to receive it? Anything that I receive goes into the court file and is shared with all parties. I, I understand, Your Honor. Um, I believe his team is actually going to address this issue. I am aware of the letter. Um, I have advised uh, Mr. Durst against uh, reading the letter or providing it to court for the reasons you just stated. Uh, I believe Mr. DeGarren has discussed the letter with Mr. Durst and otherwise I'll let the team address the issue. Very well, and counsel, I'll invite counsel, if it has something to do with his uh, conditions or uh, circumstances, uh, that, that may be appropriately addressed ex parte, but if you give me a letter, I am going to put it in the court file. So uh, I I think you're probably wise, Mr. Durst, to trust Ms. Ames on, on this. I'm sure she'll communicate every single idea that you have in that letter uh, to me in, in a way that uh, couldn't... Uh, couldn't
0: uh, harm you in any legal sense, all right? And obviously, Your Honor, if the letter relates to issues regarding Mr. Durst's housing or medical needs, those are properly dealt with yeah. ex parte. If they instead relate to issues involving the trial, then obviously right, you we you believe that we're going to have a right to, uh, yeah. to see that. So I just want to make sure there's no review of such materials that we are not provided opportunity to uh, observe as well. Thank you, Mr. I'm, I, uh, I will uh, I'll be mindful of that. Uh, Mr. Durst was starting to say something, Your Honor, when I was speaking, and uh, I could hear it over I don't know if the court could, so I don't know if he has no. heard that. Is that
1: all uh, the same? Alright, uh, thank you, and, and Mr. Uh, we'll see Mr. Durst uh, on April 12th. The has to do stipulation 45. Okay, well, it is, a, it is a legal issue, apparently, and so um, I've not received the letter. If I do, I'll share it. <coughs> All right, thank you, thank everyone. You. Thank, thank you very much. I understand well. Thank you. You too.
0: That concludes our presentation of the March 17, 2021 readiness hearing in the trial of Robert Durst. For more storytelling news and narrative analysis in the world of crime and justice, head on over to crimestory.com. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you will come back for the next Crime Story podcast.